This show is brought to you in part by GoDaddy.com. Get $96 in free extras with your domain name from GoDaddy.com. Each domain name includes free hosting with a website builder, a free blog, complete email, and much more. Plus, as a listener of the World of Warcast podcast, enter code WARCAST, that's W-A-R-C-A-S-T, and save an additional $5 off any order of $30 or more. Some restrictions apply. See site for details. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. This show is also brought to you by Typefrag. With an awesome full-featured website, regional servers to help serve you better, easy-to-use controls, server management, 24-7 support, Mac and Windows support, and a 30-day money-back guarantee, Typefrag is the best choice for your guild for voice chat. Use coupon code WARCAST and get 25% off your first month. That's typefrag.com. Podcast to all of Azeroth. This is World of Warcast. I'm Starman. And I'm Alachia. And who do we have as our special guest today, Alachia? We have Megadan. Megadan. Hi. <laughs> Megadan. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hey, I love that intro. Is it okay if I make fun of your name? <laughs> no, I don't, oh, I don't care. Megadan. If, it, if it's funny, if it gets to laugh, I'm all about it. I have an open door policy myself. If, I mean, if you open the door for me on a joke... I'm walking through it. Sorry. <laughs> so this priest and a warlock walk into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> so Megadan emailed me um, a while back when we were talking about the new direction of the show and, mm-hmm. and things about regarding World of Warcraft and, and how it's, you know, it's just a medium. It can be a medium now, you know, for a lot of things. And one of the things he had talked about was a, I think it was a 500-word short story that you were doing. You were entering into an online yes. contest. I have I've actually submitted it to the Escape Artist Flash contest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a five. That's a five hundred word short story, science fiction. Um, I can't like I say the title or identify because that would be against the rules. Mm-hmm. It's anonymous, right? I can right. tell you that elect, electronic art. It's EA, but I keep wanting to say electronic arts. It's escapeartist.com <laughs> or dot org. Oh my god, you caught me unprepared. Um, <laughs> All right, let's stop but and start recording again. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if you go to Escape Artists, they're right there is on the front page is the Flash contest. Nice. And no, so, been... WoW was your your intro into this because you said like because the email you sent me the, the title is called How WoW Changed My Life. Yeah, it's real. I I didn't do really any form of writing much until um, I started writing emails. And uh, I sent a couple to Bind on Equip. Um, they went over. They were, you know, I got some laughs. And so then one day I, uh, I sent them uh, uh, the bit about uh, adventures with my penis. <laughs> um, they, what? <laughs> I'll just what? go ahead and say what? it. Can we say I'll that just on go the ahead show? And say it. I hope so because I just did. Otherwise, you're going to have a bit of editing to do in the beginning of this. <laughs> no, that's okay. No, we sp- actually we spoke about that earlier. It's okay. Okay, cool, cool. Um, uh, how did that actually, get started? All, I mean, <laughs> it, I did, you know this is just uh, an example of when you uh, 
want to do something kind of on a whim, mm-hmm. you just kind of need to go for it sometimes. I did the first one just on a whim. It was just it wasn't even I don't know, probably less than two minutes long. Mm-hmm. I just thought, well, this is funny. And I sent it in, and they actually played it on the air. Wow, nice. And and, and said, uh, hey, that was funny. You should do more. <laughs> I went, oh, really? So, well, wait, okay. So, wait, wait, so let's clarify. So My Penis is a character, right? Correct. Yes, yeah, so My Penis is a character on the Pants on Head Guild. Is that? On the Pants on Head yeah. Guild, there is a lot of characters in the Pants on Head Guild with... Um, funny names and you you've never been reported you've actually oh you've, no actually okay. actually i did okay uh, no way. after a while i did and he is now called my member oh. <laughs> as in my member of the guild oh i get it oh wow okay. see that's why we do this podcast because nobody can tell us to stop we own right. it right right <laughs> <laughs> so um which is around the time i that when that happened i was kind of it ticked me off a little bit, and I was actually been thinking about doing my current project, which is the Megadan Chronicles. Uh, but I was wanting to do something that was, uh, I don't know, more approachable. I guess um, I just kind of did that on a whim, and it kind of took off. Did that whim happen inside or outside of WoW? Um, I mean, did you think about these things while you were playing, or? At all? Oh yeah, yeah. I was, I was playing, and then I went. I was probably reading a quest, um, and they put the names in there, and I was probably reading it and started to giggle. Um, and I, at the time, I all I listened to. Uh, I'd also started listening to uh, patio books, and uh, I really love that kind of stuff. Um, I do community theaters, my other hobby. Uh, I loved the old-time radio things, and I loved the technical challenge and figuring out how to record it and put it all together and put it out there. And so the challenge for me all along has been trying to improve it and get better at Mm -hmm. it. After people said they liked what I was doing, I really became inspired and... and, um, Sometimes it's just... to see how far I could take things and see how good I could make it. Yeah, sometimes it's the dumbest things that inspire people. This really is just a perfect example of just saying, of just saying, what the heck, going for it and doing something, and putting it out there, because you never know. I mean, I had no idea that I could do all this stuff, um, which gives me a chance. I can. I really want to take this chance to thank the folks at Bond Unequip, because if they hadn't taken the time to listen to what I said and submitted and said, "Hey, this was funny. Do some more of this." Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have kept going with it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it, so it's cool that they is, encourage that. I really, I mean, they know it, and I've told them profusely myself in emails and stuff. But I really wanted a chance to come out publicly and go, "Hey, thanks a lot, guys." It's like because I but, never would. Have but done you all heard this. their podcast. I mean, they love a good laugh. So <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those guys—they are awesome. Um. So anyway. Where was I? <laughs> so you uh, you had ex- you had started doing the segments for your your member, <laughs> and, uh, right? Right. But you had something in the right. back of your head, which now you're on. You're working on the fifth script of right now. Right. The uh, fifth episode of the Megadan Chronicles. I'm going to post it up on the blog probably tomorrow. It's all done. Uh, it'll come out and uh, featured at the end of the Bind Unequipped podcast. Mm-hmm. 
uh, whenever that goes up this week, Friday, usually our our time. Can Can you explain to people what an audio theater is? Like, what what, are, what do they expect to hear when they're listening to this? Uh, audio to theater. It's if you take a story on like a patio, uh, not a patio book, like an just a regular book, but you dramatize it. You have people, different people, do the characters. Uh, I've had so much luck with people uh, wanting to step up. My friends helping me out doing voice work. Um, we can touch on that in a little bit. Um, you add the bed music, sound effects. It's almost like a movie, except you're just listening to it. And it's not just somebody sitting there reading their book to you. Does that make sense? Yeah, and so the, the 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 dramatic effect is dependent on who's doing it, right, and who produces it. Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's a it gets taken to many many different levels. I do a little another little segment where I suggest different patio books and stuff. And the difference between that and a patio book is what? Uh, mine's. I'm doing mine more as like small segments to be featured at the end of the Bind Unequipped podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing, I'm not out to write a whole book, even though it looks like by the time I'm, I'm done with this thing, I could probably have enough, enough material mm-hmm. to put a book together. Uh, but I'm not, I'm not doing my own podcast. That's about the only really big difference between what I'm doing. Well, that and I'm an amateur and I still got a lot to learn with my production values. And, oh, you're, you're doing much more than most people do. stuff. Thank you. I'm I'm trying. Uh, I do I do know that I have you know some shortcomings with it that I'm, I've been working on. Uh, I have I've had some luck with this. This is uh, we were doing our ten man ICC one night mm-hmm. and we had to plug in a couple people and we happened to plug in uh, a professional musician who did sound studio work and so I was able to. Uh, Grab him and get some tips and find out. Some really? Stuff on how Do you know who? Was? Yeah. Can you tell us who it was or, or no? His his character's name was Magist. Um, he had worked with a band called All American Reject. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, wow. And so, and he really sounded like he knew his stuff. He he was really nice and got with me after the raid and. Help me with some settings and stuff in Audacity to help fix up the sound. Um, when I get some money saved up, there's some other uh, interfaces and a better microphone and stuff that I want to get to improve the sound and whatnot. Uh, I don't add in as many sound effects and stuff that I would like to mm-hmm. right now because... That's a lot of work. The, that... That's helping. That's really cool, and it's just random. You just happen. Yeah, that is. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, uh, the the other completely random thing that happened is uh, Juno, who makes her debut in episode five. She's been sending in segments to one of my other friends' podcast, uh, Aprilian's Control All Wow. Yeah, of course. And I was writing episode five, and as I was writing it, I was thinking. Juno's voice would be perfect for this one character I started writing, this matron. And I was thinking, I'm going to have to contact Aprilian, I think, and I'm going to probably have to bribe her or something to see if I can get Juno's email address. And literally, while I was sitting there working on the script, I got an, an email came in from Juno of Croilestras. 
asking for a link to the website. And I was like, huh? really? Is it going to be this easy? Hmm. So I, I sent her an email back that trying to make sure it was actually her <laughs> and it was and i asked her about you know hey I, I got this part would you be interested in doing a you know doing some recording for me and she was been thrilled about it uh, i've had a lot of fun working with her it's uh, i think episode five is some of my best work yet so nice. i'm excited for it to come out how long do you hmm. see this going on for just just as long as you can keep writing it i'm thinking I, i'm going to try and uh wrap wrap up the story the Megadan Chronicles some kind of way it's not going to happen anytime soon I I want to like complete a story this is still a work in progress and I got to try and figure out which way I want to go with the story you see I've been toying with a going going with it in a couple of different directions uh, are you familiar with the story have you have so you a to warlock yeah. that a has no ability to be evil <laughs> so i gotta <laughs> right, ask you where you right. came up with that <laughs> the irony of uh, it all playing well yeah just playing well yeah a lot of these ideas i've gotten while playing well i've been encouraged by my wow friends uh sonus is the only person that doesn't actually like play wow um my theater buddy mm-hmm. that's involved but other than that, everybody's you know either plays or has encouraged me and gave me feedback and everything. So yeah, it reminded All me of this- a lot of my friend Jaminby, who plays a warlock, and he and he always talks about how he like you know he sucks souls, but then like you know he goes and picks flowers afterwards. But <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, in uh, in episode five. I demonstrate how he how he's how he's evil, but he's he still has honor. He's still civilized. Right. You know, he might you know watch you die, but <laughs> if he makes a promise, he's going to keep it. Yeah. So anyway, I'm, I won't go into too much of episode five. Um. Oh goodness! Now where was I? Again. <laughs> <laughs> you picking flowers. You're about. about picking flowers. Uh, <laughs> no, he wasn't picking oh, flowers. Oh, uh, Juno. I was talking about Juno. All right. Right. So anyway, yeah, her episode. She's. Have you ever heard her voice, Starman? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. She's All she's right. got a sexy vixen voice. <laughs> I've, I've heard her yeah, email. I, I make use of that. Her voice recordings <laughs> off the end of Control Well, <laughs> so it's perfect. I know it. It came out really good. I'm excited. So I've got Juno. And you're adding any more? Are you looking for a part of that? I'm talking about what direction I was going to try and go with the podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I might, now that I know that I've had friends and people stepping up, I was avoiding adding characters. Uh, oh, okay. That brings me to another interesting part of all this. Uh, I have uh, one of my favorite patio book authors' name is Philippa Ballantyne. Mm-hmm. She's incredible. I love her. She's a, she lives in New Zealand. She's a Kiwi. She's real busy. This is a professional author. But I sent her an email. Again, one of these things I did on a whim going, what the heck? I don't hurt to ask. Asking her to, to look at the Megadan Chronicles. And to my surprise, she actually did and sent me an email with a, with a great critique and giving me... She actually inspired me to write episode five. And, well, it's actually what's turning into episode five and six. But... This is like a real professional author, and I did not like, really expect to hear back from her on it. I was like, ah, whatever, I'll ask her. If I hear from her, that's great. But, and, but it was about two weeks after I sent the email, I got one back from her. 
So that was another one of those random fun things that happened. So do you think she's going to add to, or just just the feedback? Yeah, she just gave me, she just wrote me a critique and sent it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I might bother her again, see if I can get her to to check it out again now that I've written episode five that she could kind of inspire me to write. And uh, do, do you have like a kind of an outline of where you want it to go or do you kind of let it flow from episode to episode? I've written up to, let me see, I've gotten five and six and episode seven written. <laughs> Eight I'm working on. Uh, that's right. Now the direction I'm going to try and go. He's either going to rid himself of the curse and go on a, a revenge spree. Like maybe become undead to rid himself of the curse, and it's the only way to get rid of it is to die, That's and then awesome. watch out. Or maybe he'll go all noble and decide that well, I can still be dark and you know suck people's souls when it's the time is right, but maybe not be quite so evil. Ooh, you should have a contest. Decide the fate of Megadan. <laughs> You know, it's funny because that's exactly that's exactly what I was I was thinking about maybe doing. Choose your own adventure. But I'm pretty yeah, choose the fork in the road or something. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, hey, if, here's a great time. If you think uh that might be a great idea, everybody, send me an email. Uh-huh. The rating warlock at gmail dot com. Would this work with machinima? Yeah, I kinda see this as fanfic. Mm-hmm. I, I do take some liberties. You know, it's it's kind of fanfic along the line that the guild might be fanfic. Does that make any sense? No, yeah. Yeah. I'm just wondering because yeah. there are a lot of people out there that absolutely love to do machinima. And putting putting like well done audio with, with well done machinima would probably kick ass if um, oh, yeah. take the time yeah. to do that. It takes time though. Oh. A lot of time. Oh I I'm not adverse to that idea i just i have no plans in my future to try and figure out an ad video (laughs) i'm going to be sticking with trying to perfect what i'm doing now because i hope i hope to wrap up the mega dan chronicles finish a story and uh i'm gonna see how my little short story does that i submitted to escape artists Mm -hmm. if i get some decent feedback on that because that's kind of pulled out of a what could be a regular a larger novel uh, I might need to try and sit down and focus on trying to write that for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and was that also yeah, based off of WoW, or is that was that completely no, different? No, that's the sci-fi thing is actually completely something different. Mm-hmm. But it, again, I would never have been ex, uh, as inspired to keep trying to write and do these things if it hadn't been for the WoW experience overall. Mm-hmm. If it hadn't been for the people I met through WoW, the people who have been giving me help, inspired me saying hey this is a great idea my original idea was doing stuff using wow as the medium and would you have done this without wow at all i mean what and what i mean by that is like i've always got ideas in my head but sometimes it takes like seeing i don't know a screenshot of a game or something to say ooh, ooh, this this gets my my ideas going could you have done this without wow I don't think I'd have been inspired if the good folks at BUE hadn't taken my first piece and went, hey, this is this is funny, do more. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I've uh, seen about the WoW community a lot. That's It's, it's uh, something I see as, like, they're, the, the community is just amazing because they really do inspire each other and they really do support each other. Mm-hmm. And when you get into a really great sort of 
group of people that you kind of, you know, you have your caress of WoW players or whatever that you, you hang out <laughs> with normally and are, have come from WoW and have extended beyond that. I mean, they're just, all, all they do is you see people. You've seen people in Twitter, right? The, the, the whole group of people, they come and they rise and they, they you see them do, you, you start talking to someone and the next thing you know, you see they're doing a project on something and it's just like, it's, it's great. You know, it's, it's a really awesome creative medium. And, and the people in it, you know, are automatically interested because they have an invested interest in you. Yeah. So I think it's just, yeah, I think it's incredible. And I'm really glad that they, uh, they encouraged you, the Binon Equip guys, and, and that they, you know, offer a segment for you uh, at the end of their podcast. I know. I, when I was putting them, the Chronicles together, I, I sent them an email with an example of what I was working on. And I was the first few episodes are kind of short because I wasn't... I didn't know I was going to get a spot at the end where I was like, whatever, make them as long as you want, which they might regret saying that. Because <laughs> <laughs> episode six, um, I'm, I'm still debating about cutting it in two. The two-hour series it, finale. <laughs> well, episode most of my episodes have been about a page and a half mm-hmm. written. Episode six is three full pages right now. Mm-hmm. And if I cut it anywhere, it's going to be a cliffhanger. So I'm either going to have to cliffhanger everybody and cut it up, or I'm going to have about a 20-minute episode coming up. So I'm debating on what to do with that. I think you should cliffhang it, because the thing with these sort of these segments and stuff, they're kind of nice because they are short and sweet, you know what I mean? Like... They kind of get you into the story, just interested enough, and then like you know, they're they're kind of like, but they kind of close off. So then you're not like you know, wondering like, well, where is this going exactly? Because it kind of has a you know, flow, but it has an overall epic you know plot line that you can kind of see developing. Mm-hmm. But one cliffhanger probably wouldn't be that bad, you know. I think, as opposed to like yeah. a twenty minute segment. Yeah, yeah, I was le- kind of leaning towards that. I. My, the woman who helps me edit, because my grammar is just absolutely horrible. <laughs> so if it wasn't for Sonus taking the scripts and editing them for grammar and stuff, I wouldn't get posted. But uh, she, I had her look at it, and I said, oh, "Do you see any place you know I could cut this in half anywhere?" And she, she wasn't, she didn't have any input on that either. Well, cliffhangers but, uh, always work well because I mean, have you've read the story of Shahrazad, right? Uh, Sorry, I have to hang my head in shame. No, okay. no it's, it's, it's an old, old, old story. I think it was one of the, the Arabian Nights tales where Scheherazade was, I don't know, she was a slave or something like that, and she was about to get killed. I don't, I don't remember exactly what the, the consequences were, but the way that she kept herself alive was she told the king or the prince or whoever it was a story and left a cliffhanger. Okay, right. And that's how she right. was allowed to survive longer than she should have is, is by telling stories with cliffhangers. Yeah, yeah. And then he fell in love with her and then they got married. Yeah. I haven't, yeah. I haven't, I haven't read it, but I have because I have heard that story. But that's why yeah. uh, cliffhangers yeah. always work. Nice little treats. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, one of the other things I love and I've gotten into all these, the audio books and things like that are as, I'm, I'm dyslexic, and reading is just a painful exercise for me. Which even reading reading my own stuff can be a painful exercise. So do you like memorize uh, it then? No, I don't. I don't memorize mm-hmm. it. I just you know, I get through it, going over it time and again. Ah, okay. Like I've been working on. I do uh, 
I also do voice work for another uh, for a patio book called Galaxy Abilities, and I was working on that earlier. It's actually the longest script I've ever had, and I've had a hard time trying to get through it because it's been it's longer. So I've been struggling working on that. When you do, so um, just, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Uh, it's just hard for me to read. I can go through eight, ten, twenty audiobooks and actually understand them and get something out of them and the length of time it would take me to struggle and try and get through one book reading it when you do these these segments these audio segments do you try and can like do you go for production do you go for story like what is your main goal with these things my main goal with with this is just trying to get it as good as i can uh-huh. I spend almost an equal amount of time on writing and production because uh, I really want it to sound as good as it can, and I still have a ways to go with that because some of the other things that I listen to and compare, compare it to sound way superior and cleaner to what I'm putting out. But I do the production values are really are really important to me, mm-hmm. no matter how they might sound right now. <laughs> no, we need some sound effects, Elijah. How about if we hire him to put some yeah. sound effects, like some, like, <laughs> boing? Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we, uh, we, we might be getting uh, a little carried away with my penis, so <laughs> let's uh, back away from that. Oh, and there's uh, my phone. Oh, <clears throat> sorry about that. Um, we, the, the jokes when I'm running in in the pants on head guild when we're raiding and stuff. They're just roll. It's great. Yeah. So, but you know, from listening to the the product of the um, Megadon Chronicles, I would say that, or what it seems like to me is that you are when you write, you are actually are thinking about the theatrical quality of it, the way it's written, the way it mm-hmm. seems like it's written. Do you, I mean, do you think is that what you're doing? Because it sounds like it from the outcome or the output. Yeah. I, I know I'm, I try and focus on trying to tell a good cohesive story. Uh, I, I think while I am writing it, I am in a kind of, I got to send like in a subconscious way thinking about how I'm going to produce it and what kind of music and stuff might work with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, does that make sense? Yeah, I was just thinking about in terms of the actual, like, you know, script writing and the way, like, the characters, like, behave and act and talk. It, it sounds it sounds like you have, like, it was written exactly like that. You know what I mean? Like, like you were hearing yourself, you know, acting this out as you, as you wrote it, you know. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. That is exactly how, how I look at it. I try and put myself there as I'm writing it. Mm-hmm. How much of it do you, imp- do you improvise? The writing? Well, I, as you're recording it. I mean, like, what I mean... Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, not much. Not much at all. Uh, I put the scripts up with the audio, and you could pretty much yeah, follow pretty along the script. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah the, now my... Which I might have to quit doing. My feedback segments that I do every week, that aren't really feedback segments, have been total improv. I don't even... I like, have a couple of notes. Uh, I don't do as well with that. I do work better with the script, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, <clears throat> when you're trying to tell a story and if you're not one of those people who does it on the fly, which is very difficult. I've only seen a few people be able to do it and do it really, really well. Um, and, and I think it just takes a lot of practice, too. You know, like there's just some people who are like, 
just have done it for years and years and they just can come up with, you know, stuff like that, you know, and it's, uh, it's pretty amazing, but you know, but I think that, uh, I think it's really great that you are at least able to get out, you know, and actually do it, you know, cause there's so many people like are inspired to do something or they think about doing something creative and then they just don't do anything. I mean, to actually put pen to paper, it's, it's, it's huge. And I know that people say like, Oh, it's no big deal. You're just writing a story or whatever, but it is a big deal. And, uh, and, you know, expressing your creativity and sharing it with everybody. That's, that's great. I mean, I think that's just, uh, it's amazing. And I think, I think it's awesome that it did come from WOW and it did come from the WOW community. And I think that it shows really how powerful, you know, uh, this game is and this culture mm-hmm. of this game is beyond, you know, any aspect of gameplay. And I think that's, I love that. I absolutely love it. Yeah. I, uh, I can't say enough good things about the inspiration I've gotten from, find unequipped people and just a wild community in general have people come up to you in game uh, uh guild mates have mm-hmm. there's been a few times when i'll log into the the pants on head guild now people whisper me telling me that they like it and what they might like about it i don't know get nowhere near the amount of input that i'd like to get <laughs> so what, what kind but, of input are you looking for be careful what you wish well, for cons- I know. I've actually been pretty lucky. I haven't. Uh, I've been bracing for for trolls, but I haven't had to clean any out yet. Um, well, I'm talking about like you're in the middle of raiding and somebody wants to talk to you because I know nothing about. Oh, that. oh, no, nothing like that's happened yet. I haven't been I haven't been bothered bothered like that yet. I'm not quite that popular. <laughs> not yet. Anyway. It's great that you didn't have any trolls. The one time I started to do the. Uh, the story segments in Wowcast, uh, people were just like, "What is this?" <laughs> just didn't like it. They were like, "What are you doing?" Because <laughs> I was just, you know, I was reading these stories that uh, uh, that you know this guy had contacted me and wanted to do these story segments, and I was like, "Okay, cool," you know. And then like, and then he dropped off the face of the earth afterwards. So it was like, there's just now there's just one episode where it was like I was doing something and I wasn't, but. Yeah, it was it was fun, and it, but like I said, it's very scary too. You know, like because you're you're kind of being theatrical and you're you're trying to express emotions of the characters, and yet it's like you're very self conscious. Like I think a lot of actors go through that too, right? Where you have to let go of humility. Mm, yeah, or, yes, or you, you have do. to embrace humility. Is that is that what it is? Yeah, you have to embrace humility, and you just got to not care, and uh, you just have to not not fear it and not care what anybody thinks and just really get into it. And that's, it's difficult when you get feedback and people are just like, that's just freaky, you know? <laughs> but I, I'm, I want constructful criticism. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me. I only got a couple of feelings left and I'm mm-hmm. not really sure where I put them, but it, you're not going to bother me if you, somebody were to email me and tell me something that they didn't like about it. Mm. Well, I don't think there's anything not to like. I just think that if anything, if anyone's going to make any uh, comments, it'd probably be like, you know, are you going to add more sound effects? You know, because then <laughs> you, use, you use music, but you don't, you don't use like all the like crazy different sound effects you could possibly add in, you know, where oh, you, I know. you do well, that's the, you know, the whole casting of a spell. Technical. And, yeah, exactly. It's a little technical part of it. I believe me, I got a whole bunch of access to sound effects and I would love to add more in. Because when I have my little, my associate, I call him my associate producer friend over, you know, he's all the time talking about, well, you should add sound effect here and there. And I'm like, I know, but if I add, start adding in a bunch of sound effects, for some reason, my sound quality just degrades. Yeah. So I got to save up 
some money to get the different interfaces and stuff that I need to get to get that kind of quality out of it because I would love to add more sound effects. Uh, I think I've been personally, I feel like I've been getting a, a pretty good um, addition to it with the with the bed music I've been trying to add in that lasts throughout most of the segment mm-hmm. instead of trying to add in five or six sound effects that are just come and go. I was going to ask you about the bed music. Are you are you actually timing some of that music in, or is it just coincidence that some of that just happens to crescendo when <laughs> something is like that? No, no, that's that. I'm glad you. I'm, that's awesome. I'm so glad you noticed. No, I, we actually do try and time some of it. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, that, I was wondering. It's a believe that takes many hours of trying <laughs> to find the right bed music. Yeah, done that, and then you find it. And then you hear a part, a certain crescendo or something, and you're like, that sound would sound, that's perfect. We need to have that come on the beginning of this line. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we've been pretty fortunate, but it takes a long time to find the right piece of music. Yeah. And then you hope you find something that times out right. Sometimes it does come in on accident. Mm. Every once in a while, we just get lucky, and and it works out but yeah it does work because like i noticed you don't use a lot of sound effects so you know because obviously you said technical difficulties but you know it's great that you're able to actually use the medium of music to to um kind of bridge you know the fact that you don't use sound effects and mm-hmm. it actually does really work well and uh, did you ever listen to uh tavern cast the lore segments <laughs> they did no i i have never got around to listen to Tavercast. Awesome. And I'm somebody that can. I think they have just the lore segments. I think you can download do. them mm-hmm. online, and they're just they're If you if you ever wanted to like you know I th- get some really good feedback, maybe I would talk to I would talk to. Um, it's his Bryce. Bryce. Mm-hmm. Bryce. Yeah. Yeah. He's I, not going by Aloysius anymore. It's it's Bryce okay. now. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, and the. The, he used, he did the same thing too. He used music and he used you know background noise like that to um, to kind of you know for the first couple of segments you know for the lore segments and then he, I think he, he did end up adding a lot of sound effects later, didn't he? I think it was, by the final episode it was just yeah like, it was, it was so it was production. so over the top and awesome because yeah, and I have to check that yeah. out yeah yeah listen to yeah. you just need to listen to the lore segments. Yes. And they did oh, a great the Murloc, job. Um, <laughs> the Murloc cr- episode, yes. Um, yes. It's like Invasion of the Murlocs or whatever. It's an incredible, incredible uh, way in which 